I'm Brian J. Kennard, author of Sean Delaney's Hellbox, and also creator of the graphic novel series The Villicon Chronicles. And you're listening to two of the funniest guys in all of podcast, Tom and Zeus. That's right, people. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This week, it's volume one of our 90s playlist series. Oh, yes, we know that some of you love it and some of you don't love it. But Zeus loves it, and so do I. Yeah, I I love it in a painful way because I have so many items. And then you're like, well, just do volume one. I'm like, oh, okay. Do do you have any idea since we came up with this? I have changed this list maybe 30, 40 times, and I'm still not satisfied with my list. I I just have to to stop. I had 40 artists. Yeah, (laughs) me too. 40 artists I could pick from. Now, now what I did here, because so what I did was for the first one, I stuck with alternative and grunge, mostly college songs that are like have a little bit of like nostalgia meaning and songs that i legitimately still listen to today for me that's how i put this list together all right that makes sense um i could do the same thing i could have done a country list i could have done a like hard rock list i still listen to zeppelin kiss obviously but uh yeah let's stick to the 90s thing and go from there so remember this kind of stemmed from our five disc changer yes I got so good at the five disc changer and the Sony fucking surround system that I had set up in college that I would be able to program when I put CDs in. Like I want track one, four, seven, and 12 from this album. I want songs, this, this, and this album. And I would play it and go to bed with that shit. And then I'm like, okay. Then you started making mixed CDs, which you could make and record those from your desktop. And you can burn those and you're like, holy shit. And then, you know, life was grand. And then, unfortunately, fucking goddamn streaming came in and ruined everything. Okay. All right. Old man yells at Cloud. Okay. (laughs) You little punks. Yeah. Anyway. When when I think 90s, I think grunge and alternative. Obviously, there's a ton more. There's a ton of rap that we listen to in the 90s. There's still hard, hard rock in the 90s. But for this, I stuck with songs that are that mean something to me when I think of that era and that I legitimately still listen to like today that I like I still listen to every one of these songs on my list right now. Yeah, I have a on my phone. I have a college days mix and it has several songs from several um, artists, more than one. 
And then there's the one hit wonders that I would throw in there. And that yep. means that's all I need from that artist. That's it. Yep. Throw it away. But yep. it's on my 90s college mix. And I when that song comes on, I love it. Yep. So I, I know I'm kind of used to it. But uh, let's do a 10 list. We're not going to do honorable mentions because this is volume one. So why don't you start us off there, buddy, and go number 10 for you? Uh, now, I, I say this all the time. These are this is these are 10 songs. These are not for me personally. These are not ranked like number one is the best. Number 10 is OK. These are just 10 songs. So I, I don't have an order here, but I got to give a I got to give a, a number 10. So number 10, I'm starting right off. We talk about this song before it was on the single soundtrack. Nearly lost you screaming trees. <laughs> I'm going to try to stay away from stuff that you've picked. That's okay. Um, and I'll do I the love, same. If, I, if, I mean, I'll do I the same. The if, yeah, I'll do the same. If you double up, I mean, we have backups upon backups. So the, there'll be no duplicates. I'm pretty sure. So put it this way. Anytime I have my college mix, 90s mix, nearly lost you is a guaranteed to be on there. But we're, we're minimizing this to a song of 10. So yep. it might not make my list, and I don't want to duplicate because I have a millions of yours. Yep. So, yeah, Nearly Lost is a brilliant song. Just awesome. Yep. So my number 10, and I want to make sure I get all these artists in because these will these, these artists for me will be on every fucking list there is for the 90s. Do it. And I'm going to go with Allison Chains and What the Hell Have I. Nice. That fucking rip is so insane. Last action hero. Oh, yep. Oh, I fucking love it. Yep. I love it. That's and awesome. the just it's hard to start things over. Yeah, it, it's a oh. it's that's a great underrated AIC song because it's really high. It's not on it's anything. A deep really. cut. You yeah. can get it off of that. You can get it off their box set. Which the box I set. Yep. Um, it is a fucking great deep cut from Allison Chains. What yep. the hell have I? And that's off that great soundtrack with uh Pete Sampras's wife and Last Action Hero, which is one of the most underrated fucking movies of that era. I love it. How you going to snap your thumb? How you going to snap you your to- fingers when I rip off both of your thumbs? <laughs> <laughs> that that soundtrack will be uh, an ARC pick sooner or later. Yeah, maybe the movie too. Oh God! <laughs> Hello, can I speak to the drug dealer of the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man! All right, Tom, number nine for you. All right, number nine. This was a huge one with me and my well, actually, uh, my roommate Murph. You guys all know Murph. He, he he's connected to a lot of these songs, and this is one. Oh. This is one right here. This is. Pistols? Yeah, this is somebody to shove by Soul Asylum. Yes, <laughs> that's a fucking great song. First of all, I know everybody talks about Runaway Train and Black Gold, the, the great songs. Somebody to shove was the first song that I remember hearing off this album. I'm like, what a fucking great tune. Yeah, and the big number for them was runaway train, runaway train video and stuff that's right and remember he was banging winona Ryder when she was like the thing in the 90s yeah. and, and runaway trains very like melodic very like like yeah, mid-tempo it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a great song but somebody the album is great yeah it is v- grave dancers union potential arc in the future stay tuned Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yes. Yes. All right. So I got to make sure I get certain songs in. Do it. And uh, I feel like even volume four for me, if we yeah, get to that point, I know we'll still have like unbelievably great songs, in my opinion. I agree. But I'm going to go a little bit lighter here. And Do one it. of what I think, and I'll probably try to get it to be a, an ARC album, despite Sonny. One Fuck of the- him. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Sorry, we love you, son. <laughs> we we do, but I will tell you the amount of comments we get on him are always <laughs> Jesus. God bless him. Um. Anyway, um, this artist is when there was an explosion of female musicians in the nineties. Oh yeah, I got a lot on my list. And not only is this woman, I've seen her live. Not only is this woman fucking gorgeous in my opinion with her snaggle teeth but oh yeah i i think her second album spirit is one of the best albums in the 90s and there's a song called life uncommon the video the the music the lyrics are off the charts and her voice is just an angel uh, so super fucking talented the way that she could do her own music, write her own lyrics. And just her voice is just so fucking unique. So super talented. Again, spirit is one of my favorite albums of the 90s and life uncommon is such a beautiful song. Never heard it. 
but you got to tell oh our listeners. You got to you got to tell you got to you got to tell our listeners who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Oh, I didn't even say her name. <laughs> no, I thought people got it when I said Snaggletooth. Snaggletooth. And that is Jewel. Oh, yeah. my God. She's I don't gorgeous. know this song. I love it. Oh, my God. Like yeah. that whole album is so you can listen to the lyric. Oh, it's just awesome. I fucking love it. OK. All right. That's my number nine. Number eight to you. Okay, here's another. I'm kind of cheating here because this is another that came off the single soundtrack. But sorry, these are the ones that that hit home that are non-negotiable for me on a '90s playlist, Volume One, and that is Chloe Dancer, Crown of Thorns, Mother Love Bone. Yeah, well, we, you know, you we, know we, we we we've talked about it before on, on when we did the uh, ARC on the single soundtrack. It's just essential, essential '90s for me. So, yeah, when we talk about our love for the single soundtrack, and then yep. that song came on in college. Huge. Yep. So good. Oh, I love it. Fucking love it. Yep. Um, number eight for me. Where the fuck do I go? Um, all right. I'll I'll, I'll cheat a little here. Uh, an album that will definitely come up eventually on ARC. And one of my favorite, if not the favorite 90s bands for me, and I still listen to them to this day. They're fantastic. And they're still putting out good music. And that's Stone Temple Pilots. And I will take Vaseline over probably, I don't know, it might make my Mount Rushmore of 90s grunge slash fucking songs. Uh, I love Vaseline. I love the riff. I love the way it just builds and the video, the way that it's just so fucking cool. Just when you thought STP was like, oh, yeah, that's just fucking, you know, it's good music, but it's just then another type of Pearl Jam song, yep. uh, a band it fucking came in with this purple album that just like, whoa, what the fuck? Unbelievable. And Vaseline is such a kick ass song. You you love purple way oh. more than way more than me. Oh, but but Vaseline's, a, Va- Vaseline's a great song. Vaseline's I got to song. see them at the garden with Rye Guy. On that tour, and they fucking pulled out like for forty minutes. They did an acoustic set. In I the saw middle, them. I'm like, oh, holy shit! I saw them when they headlined. You remember the old WBCN River Rave that yep. they used to do? Those they yep. did one at uh, was it at Foxborough? I think it was at Foxborough. And STP had headlined it that oh. year. One of the years it so went. Good. Yeah. So good. All right, so here's a here's one. This is a song that's from the very first time I heard it, and it actually just popped up on shuffle not long ago when uh when I was on a run and I, I, I listen to it all the time. I'm not a necessarily a huge fan of the band, but this song to this day, 20 years later, or however long later, it still absolutely rips. And that is a song called star seed by our lady peace. If you've, if you've never heard, heard of it. Okay. Our lady peace has a couple of good songs. They have a unique style. The lead singer has kind of a weird kind of style to his tone, but star seed just absolutely rips it's like a driving song it has a build-up it has a killer chorus it's Who's got an artist our lady peace uh, is it like a band it's of a band guys yeah, yeah it's a band no no it's a band no it's like it's all guys it's like a post grunge type of band they had a couple okay. starseed was the big song they had a song called uh superman's dead they had oh. a couple another, another song yeah they, they, they were they were big in like the post grunge era but starseed has always been the huge song for me i love them were you going to say like Jeopardy? You remember that song? It was big in the eighties. It was big in the eighties. <laughs> I love to Jeopardy. <laughs> Are you on the ball there, son? 
I love how he says, I love how he just totally fought. He says, I love to jeopardy. Like, like, he just, like it's like, it's not like I lost on jeopardy. Like, it's as Sonny would say, those little earworms. You yeah. Pick up that. He's fucking. Up yeah, on purpose. I love to jeopardy. Like <laughs> so stupid. wrong. And you're forgetting, you're forgetting the answers. Oh, that fucking Jeopardy skit on uh, Jerky Boys is insane. <laughs> Tom, I'm going to pick number seven, and that you're going to fucking, in my opinion, I think you're going to go, yes! Not a very popular band. Like, they were, they had that album, which is great. I think they're very good. They've had a few songs that I really love. But the one that sticks out for me, Low from Cracker. Oh, dude. Do you have any idea how many? <laughs> I had you. like I had like three cracker songs on my list. And I know I'm which like, ones probably. Yeah. Yep. And and I and it, they just they just didn't make the cut for volume one. I'm so that glad whole, you picked that. A million pockets going to make, and then that bang, bang, that cracker. little that little guitar it's, it's a, fucking fill. Great call. Great. Oh call. my god, low is such a great song off the Cracker album. Give it a listen, guys. You yeah, will love it. It's great. It's great. All right, so we talked. Zeus mentioned this with like the female. So I, I have a sweet spot for '90s alternative, like female bands and singers and stuff. Like I love this stuff in the '90s. I, I actually have an entire playlist of like probably 75 songs. It's just female alternative grunge yeah. like artists. And this this album is pretty good, but they're primarily known to a lot of people as a one hit wonder. But I have the album, so I like a lot of their songs. But I'm going with Cannonball by the Breeders. I knew it. I knew you were going to have that. Huge, huge song at Stonehill for me. I still love it to this day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And then all of a sudden you hear, throughout the background of the song, there's like a million little sound effects going on. There's all these weird noises and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. And it works. Yep, of course. All right. Now. Uh, my next track, and I could have one, I'll have one from them probably on all these volumes. But when I think of grunge, and this isn't my favorite song of theirs, I think of this song more than anything. And this is the part that everyone's like, oh, grunge, that's Seattle. It ain't for these guys. And that is my uh, band that I think their album is probably a top album of the 90s, and that is The Smashing Pumpkins and Rocket. I f- oh, okay. You went with Rocket. Okay. Love that. If you want to yeah. talk similar to Cannonball, yep. it's just Noise. distortion and yep. it works, and you can hear and then all of a sudden it picks up right in the bridge. Rocket's a good song. And then it fucking goes. I, I will be free and it just fucking takes off. It is such an awesome song. And you know, I know he's got a weird voice, but it works for this album and it works on that song. And you can barely understand. You need the lyrics because you can't fucking understand a word he's saying. Mm. But that video too, the song Rocket stands out for me. It reminds me of Stonehill so much. It reminds mm-hmm. me of the 90s. Very distinctive. It may not be my favorite song by them, but fucking mm-hmm. love it. Rocket yep. Smack from Bumpkins. Yep. Siamese Dream is, is great. Oh. It's like a great album. Great album. I can't believe neither one of us have picked that yet. 
for well, for you shit on them all the time. Well, because I can't. Well, because I, 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 but that album stands alone for you me. You will I, fall I can't, in love again when we pick that album. No, I still love you that album. I just can't stand again. them and anything that they did. Like, I mean, even Melancholy is like, ah. Eh. Um. All right. So back to the female stuff. So one of my all-time favorite artists and albums, and this was just re-released on vinyl. Hollard vinyl, so you know it sounds good. <laughs> um, and that is the album "Become What You Are" by the Juliana Hatfield Three. You the entire her. the entire you album is unskippable. But I'm going to go with the big hit off of that, and that is "My Sister" from the Juliana Hatfield Three. Everybody knows that song. She's just it. it I don't know. I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to sing it. But that was like the that was kind of the like the quote unquote standout track off of uh, "Become What You Are" album by the Juliana Hatfield Three. Then that then she kind of went off on her own, and became just Juliana Hatfield. But this was like when she had her I, band. I thought her big one was "Spin the Bottle." That was also the big one off of that, and that right. was big because it was on the Reality Bite soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's on and that's on this album as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, for me, number five, I'm going to pick a, a band that Tom fucking hates. Not No, he doesn't just not like them. I think he hates them. Oh, I know what this is going to be. I, I fucking I, I, love them. I know, what that, I know what band this is, and I probably know what song it is. No, you don't know the song. I'm not picking the more popular song. I'm going to pick Offspring, and I'm going to go with Self-Esteem. I was, that's exactly it. the song you were going to I knew it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, come out and play. No. This is one of the worst bands in the history oh, of recorded music. Fucking love them. Just um, beyond brutal. I knew you were going to pick them. God damn, I love them so oh. much. That fucking album rocks the way he's screaming the guitar on it. His voice. Fantastic. The, and the, fucking tastic. The only band I can think that might annoy me more than them is fucking Green Day. And I pray that they're not on your list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. Self-esteem, if you guys remember. When she's saying... Oh, that she wants only me. Then I wonder why she sleeps with my friends. Oh! Yeah, because uh, she sleeps with your friends because your voice is terrible. <laughs> she can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> it's like terrible. The, do you like the little flavor flave guys have on the side oh, that always dude. goes? You gotta keep them separate. Yeah, <laughs> guy's just, got like one line in every nah, cell. It's, it's just not good. It's just not good. Awesome. Self esteem is one of the great songs off a great album. All right. All right. I'm going to keep. The uh the, the the wagon train going here with my love of the female alt rockers here, uh, and then I'll save the heavy hitters for my last three. So this is a band I saw them in concert with Murph a few years ago in Boston oh. because they are a Boston band. I know uh, tons of great songs, but they came out with an album while we were at Stonehill, kind of like junior senior year. I can't remember exactly what year it came out. Love these guys or gals? Well, it's both. Um. And I'm going with Super Connected by Belly. Belly, their albums King and Star King. <laughs> Did somebody throw rocks at him? <laughs> uh, I love this. Uh, Tanya Donnelly, the lead singer, absolutely angelic voice. Love the band. Great, like, alt pop type of stuff from the 90s. Super Connected just nails it. Love these guys. Did you say hopped up on that crack cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right. Number four for me, it's the 90s, so you know I'm taking an R.E.M. song. Yes. But I'm not going to go for the obvious automatic for the people. I'm going to take a deep cut because the hope is that you guys will try some of these songs that you don't may not be familiar with. you be like, holy shit, this sucks. Or, <laughs> holy shit, this is good. Yeah. So I'm going for the last track on Out of Time, and that is Me and Honey. 
I know fucking love it. Okay. So it's got the lady from the B-52s, and she's just like, I don't know, like having an orgasm throughout the whole song. Oh, good, for, good for her. And it's just the same fucking acoustic chords over again. Dun, 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 and it's just nonstop. And he's singing about a guy is singing in, about his girlfriend being pregnant, and he's fucking pissed that he's got a kid on the way and me and honey. And he's just bitching about like, what about me? What about me? I shit. What are you? Why don't you care what I'm thinking about? And it's like, he looks back and he's like, oh, can I, I think I fucking handled that wrong. It's just got this okay. great driving acoustic song. And in that haunting voice from that lady from the B-52s, me and honey reminds me of fucking the nineties. Love the song. It's one of my okay. favorite REM tracks. All right. Nice. Okay. Um, all right, so I got three left. These are like my personal heavy hitters here. I God, I I, I could have gone with pretty much any song from these guys. Um was leaning towards something off a jar of flies, but I'm like, ah, eh, we did that on ARC. So I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna pull something a little different. And one of their arguably, in my opinion, one of their heaviest songs they've ever done, um, off of dirt, and that is Damn That River from Allison Chains. Just an even if you don't like grunge. I don't know how you can't like this song. Just a a brutal, heavy riff song. Um, Lane sounds incredible. Obviously, we've preached our love for Jerry Cantrell, and damn, that river just kills it. Yeah. That, I mean, I what am I going to say? I love Alice yeah, Chains. Exactly. They're fan-fucking-tastic. Yep. So, for me, number three is from uh, a little band called Lush. I don't know if you Ooh, know them. Yes. And there's a song called Lady Killers. Great song. Yep. Fucking love it. And Good stuff. From a female's point of view at a bar, just constantly the different types of men that are trying to pick her up. Yep. And it's just got a, such a great. Love it. And then the great little story part of it, the first guy, and if you ever see the video, the guy is the exact Anthony Kiedis fucking lookalike, and he acts like him and he dances like him because yep. the story was that she wrote about Anthony Kiedis because they were touring with him, and he was just like so like over the top like personality and just like dude enough like step yep. the fuck back. Nice. Uh, the song is awesome. That's Such a, cool a song. deep cut. Yep. It is a for me a one hit wonder. It's the only song I have the album. The yep. only song I ever got into by them, Lush Lady Killers. Check nice. it out. All right. So I got to have Pearl Jam on here because they're one of my all-time favorite bands, especially the early part of their career. Um, it's funny because 10 is you know, probably my favorite Pearl Jam album. Maybe Versus is right behind it. But I'm picking a song off of Vitalogy because the, the good songs off of Vitalogy are great. But the problem is there's a lot of shit on that like hey foxy mop handle mama <laughs> you're not a big the... fan of bugs <laughs> Bug. yeah exactly so i'm going with what might be if not if it's not my favorite pearl jam song it's top two or three uh and i'm going with corduroy off of vitalogy i have always loved that song. i don't get sick of it uh i i heard it today at work and i was like this i i still love everything about this song it's it's a it's a perfect pearl jam song for me yeah, it's a, always a great one. Yep. Um, there is a video that they released called Touring Band. Yep. When Jimmy lived with me, this is our buddy from college. Yep. We used to play Touring Band 
constantly. And I'm not sure if it's that or given to fly in the video. <laughs> Just Eddie Vedder is so awkward. Yeah, he's and a weirdo. What's going on? There's like some chanting going on. And he's got this lady. There's a big lady who's signing the song. Oh, no. To the crowd. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's tough. And we're going to have this great big fat girl over here. And she's going to be signing this music. What was he? What was he? Buffalo Bill? We've got a great big fat person over here right now. Like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> it's so oh, awkward. man. It's off a touring band. Touring band is one of the best, like, video uh, yeah. DVDs of, yep. of PJ yep. at the time. Okay. So. <laughs> Just remember that running gag. There's this big fat lady over here. <laughs> She's going to be signing this song. Man. Oh, oh fat lady. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's the 90s. I got to take a Nirvana song. So I'm not going to take the obvious anything off or never mind. I'm going to take the fucking lead track off of their debut album, Blue, which is such a fucking awesome song. I love Blue. The lyrics are so cool. The fucking way he song. picks up. It's a hard rocking song. And um, it, it's just got, it's, it, you know, it's Bleach is a little bit, it's harder. It's way more grungy. It's not as popish, but it's a harder rock album. There's some and, songs that f- fucking rip on there yeah about as like, heavy as anything you're gonna like hear the, like like what the that song, so i was just gonna say that's exactly school no reset the fucking yeah. songs no that is so good it's that, heavy that, heavy shit yeah and yeah. blue is a great way yeah. to lead off and it's one yeah. of my favorite tracks by them good call good deep cut all right my last song comes off of this is probably one of my all-time favorite non-kiss albums in the history of of albums. Um, oh, I know where you're going. It'll it'll probably get to ARC sooner or later. Uh, this, besides probably Jar of Flies, is like Stonehill in a nutshell. It's a very it's a very important album to me. I know Murph loves it. We were supposed to have tickets to see these guys, then COVID struck. Um, but I'm going with the Innocent by Driving and Crying. Really? I, love- I knew you were going driving and crying, but I'm surprised at the song. I was going to go. Well, I could have went with Fly Me Courageous, the title track, Build a Fire, something, but The Innocent. I just could have gone with anything off this album, yeah. but The Innocent is just fucking incredible. I love these guys. Yeah. Love these guys. Love this album. Just a very unique band that kind of was working its way in there. Like, where do they define themselves? Not really grunge, a little black crowish, a little yep. southern rockish. Yeah. Like, trying to get its place. And because of that, Yep, I think didn't get the exposure they should have. They were one of those weird bands that came out and like they, nobody knew. Like they weren't grunge, they weren't alternative, and they, they weren't, weren't hair hot. metal. They weren't hair metal. They were like, like I, I would probably say black crowish, Georgia like, satellites, black crowish, southern yeah, rock. Kind yeah, of. Ex- exactly. Like yeah. southern southern alternative rock. I can't even describe. But yeah. anyways, fly me courageous. If you guys don't know that album. My God, so good. Tom loves it. Love it. Love it. All right. I'll end with this. I, I've said this a few times over the years on our show. I think it's a Mount Rushmore song for me from the 90s. And in uh, Murph will be very happy to hear this. I'm going to tip the hat to Gin Blossoms. Found yes. Out About You is mm-hmm. such a well-written song. Lyrics off the charts. Fucking the melody the vocals everything this is a uh, this is a great song 
I think it's a fucking masterpiece it, for the nineties. It's a great, it. Yep. And the lyrics just make it even better, but I, I can't get enough of that. And I think the whole album's solid. Gin Blossoms is very, uh, they fit into the alternative mix more so than driving and crying does, but yeah, they oh, have yeah. a little bit of Southern kind of rock to it. Yep. Yep. And, um, but find out about you found out about you is such dude. It n- defines the nineties for me. When you take away the, from the big six, it's, New Miserable Experience is an album that I have grown to because I remember I, I used to like kind of because when we would listen to grunge and hard stuff, I got gin blossoms like Toad the Wet Sprocket, all these bands. I love those bands now. I think those bands have survived the 90s better than a lot of those other bands. And New Miserable Experience is it's a great album. Yeah. It's a great album. I agree. Yeah. Yep. So that's our 10 playlists. Volume one. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try to set this up and put it on Spotify for you guys. We'll try to get that going. Yep. Um, But these songs are, like Tom said, volume one. Stay tuned for stay tuned for volume two coming soon. With that being said, peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.